You are listening to the Advisor Solutions Podcast, episode 93. Welcome to the Advisor Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Finley, president of Advisor Solutions. Do you know how to make effortless connections? What I mean is, can you connect with anyone, anywhere, at any time? Well, if not, know this. You are not alone. Most financial advisors, insurance agents, wholesalers, branch managers, and even agency managers don't know how to make effortless connections. And they don't even know it. And the reason they don't know it is because they've never really viewed the topic of building your business soft skills as something that can take their business to the next level. You see, to do well in the financial services industry, you need two kinds of skills, hard skills and soft skills. Hard skills are the things that can be taught, like creating a financial plan or or doing an insurance quote. Now, soft skills, soft skills are people skills, which can be harder to teach, but it's, it's about making connections with others. So what do you do? Well, you have two choices. You can keep doing what you're doing and you're going to keep getting what you're getting, or you could learn how to build your soft skills. And that's what we're going to talk about today learning the personal qualities that can make you successful in your business. So, if you're ready to make effortless connections, then stick around. So why this topic? Why would you want to learn how to build your business soft skills? Well, think of it this way. If a prospect has two advisors that have the exact same products and services, gives the exact same advice, and with the exact same price, which person will they choose? They're going to choose the one that they like the most. And what needs to happen in order for them to like you the most? They need to feel connected. And that's why I wanted to do this podcast today, because I want you to understand that if you know how to make effortless connections— it will lead to more success. So what we're going to do today is cover three things. First, hard skills versus soft skills, so that you understand both. Second, the five most important soft skills, so that you can identify your soft skill strengths and weaknesses. And third, the quickest way to connect, so that you can make what I call Effortless connections. Now, before we jump into those three things that you're going to learn in this podcast, I need to ask you a few questions. What would your business be like and your life be like if you understood how to make effortless connections? Would you feel energized? Would you feel empowered? Would you like your business more? And would you apply what you learn? If the answer is yes, then let's begin. Hard skills versus soft skills. So years ago, I was coaching a team of financial advisors. We met each week for what I referred to as team coaching because it was two principal partners and about six advisors that worked for them. Now, one of the senior advisors wanted me to teach his people a tool or technique until they mastered it. Well, typically, what we'd do is we'd spend an entire month in that same tool or technique. And 
since I had already been coaching for years and had a number of tools from various group coaching courses to choose from, I could easily find the next topic. Now, the thing that I remember most about that specific team was what their boss said at the beginning of the very first session. He told the team, quote, Dan is going to teach us soft skills. That's why we hired him, unquote. The only thing was, at the time, I didn't know what, what he meant. I didn't know what soft skills were. What he was referring to was me teaching his people how to increase their people skills so that they could connect with prospects and clients alike. And since most of the team were hired to prospect, they needed as much help as they can get. And they needed what I referred to as effortless connections. So what's the difference between hard skills and soft skills? Well, hard skills or technical skills are learned through education or hands-on experience. And these are concrete, measurable abilities that are often specific to a job. You can actually demonstrate your proficiency with hard skills through sometimes certifications and other times things that you've accomplished, completed work. Now, different professionals will require different criteria for expertise and different licenses and so on. And take, for instance, a financial advisor. If you're a financial advisor, you probably have a Series 7, maybe a Series 63, or a 65, or a 66. If you're an insurance agent, you definitely have a life and health insurance license. When I was a rookie, I passed the Series 65. I was a registered investment advisor. Then I went to another firm, and I had to take the Series 7. Passed that, passed the Series 63, and got my life and health insurance license. I'm sure you have the same. Then I went to the corporate headquarters to learn more hard skills, such as how to use the company's computer system to look up stocks and bonds. And later we were taught how to, how to use the financial planning software. And all of these things were technical skills to do on the job as a financial advisor. But what they didn't teach us were soft skills. Now, soft skills, or people skills, are traits and abilities that you develop throughout your entire life. Soft skills speak to the how and to the why you're motivated to do something, as well as knowing how to motivate other people to do things, in a good way, that is. They speak directly to your personality. These interpersonal skills are difficult to define and measure, but they're valuable if you want to be successful in your business. In fact, I actually believe that they're more valuable than hard skills, because if you don't connect with people, you're not going to be able to do the hard skills that you were trained to do. An example of this would be how to create a financial plan, which is actually a hard skill. It's something that's measurable. Either you can do it or not. But you don't know how to connect with prospects. So nobody wants to do a financial plan with you. In other words, if you can't make that connection, you're not really doing the soft skills. And you won't be able to do any financial plans. So... After I came back from that three-week corporate training, which, again, basically was a training on hard skills, I began my real-world training of trying to connect with others. And what's interesting about that is that over the the next decade plus in the business, my soft skills got a lot better. 
without me even knowing it. That is, until I started coaching financial advisors in 2004. And then I realized that some people are naturally gifted with strong soft skills, and some were not. In other words, some people with high people skills could really make connections easily and effortlessly, and others seemed to not be able to make those connections at all. But the ones that had high people skills seemed to be more successful. So what does this have to do with you? Well, when you first understand the different types of soft skills and how to increase your ability in each, you start to not only make, quote, effortless connections, unquote, but you create what I refer to as an effortless business. Everything just flows, and it flows easier because you've learned the soft skills to make it flow. But what areas of the business can flow easier? Well, that is what we're going to talk about next. The five most important soft skills. In the previous story, my client, the senior advisor, was right in that I was going to teach them, his people, soft skills. But where he got it wrong was in the interpretation of what soft skills are. You see, he thought it only applied to communication or interpersonal soft skills. But what he didn't know is that there are several different areas of business that are considered soft skills. Again, soft skills are the personal qualities that make someone successful in their career. They're also known as interpersonal or non-technical skills. And soft skills, of course, include things like communication, but they can also include problem solving, conflict resolution, and listening skills, just to name a few. While hard skills, like technical skills, are specific to a job that you have to do or that you're in and can be quantified. I mean, either you passed the Series 7 or you didn't. Soft skills are more difficult to track. After all, how do you really measure how well somebody's listening? It's kind of difficult to put it on a scale. But let's take a look at the five most important soft skills in your business. Soft skill number one, emotional intelligence. So the emotional intelligence soft skill is also known as EQ, which is emotional quotient. And emotional quotient is easily defined as being people smart, whereas intellectual quotient, or IQ, is easily defined as book smart. Now, the National Soft Skills Association, yes, there's actually one out there, defines emotional intelligence as, quote, a learned ability to identify, experience, understand, and express human emotions in healthy and productive ways. Emotional intelligence skills form the base of competencies that all soft skills are built upon, unquote. In Daniel Goldman's book, Emotional Intelligence, he talks about five core competencies. And here is what they are. Self-awareness, self-regulation, motivation, empathy, and social skills. Now, people with high emotional intelligence are better able to navigate through the difficult conversations that they have. They're able to manage stress and pressure and, get this, resolve conflicts. 
And it reminds me of a financial advisor client of mine who had to speak with her business partner about something that he was doing wrong with the staff. The staff came to her about the challenge, and she immediately was going to speak with her business partner about what was causing the problem, which was him. Instead, she tapped into her EQ, emotional quotient, by self-regulating and waiting until our coaching session to map out what to say and how to be effective in the conversation with him. She was also very self-aware that how she was going to approach the subject wasn't going to be a good conversation. (laughs) That's an example of emotional intelligence. Let's go to the next soft skill. Soft skill number two, communication and interpersonal soft skills. So basically what I'm doing is lumping two of these together, (laughs) just for the sake of time. But there is a difference between both skills. Interpersonal skills are the ability to communicate and interact with people around you. It includes communication, but also attitude. It focuses on getting with the people personally and maintaining empathy. Professionally, that is. On the other hand, communication skill sets, soft skill sets, that is, are people's ability to communicate with others. It includes listening skills reading skills, writing skills, and speaking skills. A business can't reach its target unless it's, it understands and listens to the needs of the target market. So there is a, a slight difference between the two. And the main difference is that interpersonal skill sets are really kind of a subset of communication skill sets. Now, if you think about both of those, communication and interpersonal skill sets, You might think it's just obvious in order to make effortless connections, you need to be a good communicator. People who can communicate their ideas clearly, concisely, and persuasively are usually the ones who get ahead in this business. You'd be surprised at how often communication skills are really overlooked. And that's because most advisors and agents are so knowledgeable about what they know, their products and services, that they tell people, they tell their prospects and clients what to do instead of helping them understand why they should do it. And it reminds me of when I was a rookie. (laughs) I met with this business owner. His name was Jim. And Jim owned three funeral parlors. He was pretty wealthy. In our final meeting, when I had the recommendations, I had pages and pages of recommendations that I wanted to talk to him about. And after spending a lot of time telling him what to do with his IRA, we were interrupted by one of his employees who said a family needed to speak to him about an arrangement. And he excused himself, and when he finally came back, which seemed like a long time, he, he sat down and said, we need to hurry this up. <laughs> what else do you got for me? Well, I was a little shocked, and, and, and I looked at him, and, and then he sat down, and I looked at him, and I said, we only have one more page, and I only have one question for you. He paused, and he looked at the page in front of him. What he was looking at were two pie charts. On the left was his current portfolio, which had 75% of all of his money in one mutual fund. And it wasn't even a really good one. And on the right were my recommendations, which is really a portfolio of six mutual funds, Each of those were considered great funds. So I went on to say, 
quote, On the left is what you currently have. Most of your money is in one mutual fund. And on the right is what I'm recommending. To diversify into six different mutual funds. Now, you have 75% of all of your retirement money in one mutual fund. And it's not even a good one. I just have a question for you. Why do you want to take that much risk? Unquote. He looked at me and he looked at the paper. And then he looked at me again and he said, I don't. Move it over. And with that, he became a client. Now that's just a small fraction of what I mean by increasing your communication skills and your interpersonal skill sets. But it's a great example of how making an effortless connection can work. Let's go to the next soft skill. Soft skill number three. Collaboration. In today's workplace, collaboration with team members is essential. You've got to do it. People who are good at collaborating or have good people skills are able to work well with others and build relationships easy. Now, these team players are able to compromise, see things from the other person's perspective, and exercise strong verbal communication in times when they're a little heated. But it's not easy. Instead, you need a strategy. You need a strategy to help those who are helping you to take action and get things done that need to be done. When you're not the person who does these activities, collaboration is key. And it's not just a team member. It's also your clients. Take Joe, and that's not his real name, who's a financial advisor client of mine who's, who's trying to do more life insurance with his clients. He'd never really done it before. He needed their collaboration to get the new policies, the new insurance policies in place. But he was running into a challenge. Here's what I mean. You see, some clients were willing to get a life quote, and they were willing to understand how the right insurance was right for them. But what he seemed to keep running into were some clients weren't willing to take the next step. And some clients needed to set up a doctor's appointment and <laughs> that's where a lot of these clients would just drop the ball. They would have excuses like, you know, I'm busy. I, I just didn't have time to do it. And then he'd call back and he'd run into the same thing again. And days would turn into months. In other words, they weren't collaborating on what they needed to do. So we mapped out a strategy to have a heart-to-heart -heart talk with those clients who were not taking action. The goal was to help them to understand what happens when they didn't move forward, and more importantly, what happens to their family if they didn't get the, the right coverage or lose coverage altogether. This created urgency and got his clients to want to, to be more cooperative by taking action. And it worked. Let's go to the next soft skill. Soft skill number four, conflict resolution. Conflict resolution is the ability to resolve conflicts quickly and efficiently. People who are good at conflict resolution are able to stay calm under pressure and see both sides of the situation. They're also willing to find creative solutions to problems and defuse difficult situations. <laughs> now, you might be thinking that conflict resolution is typically with staff members. 
who are not getting along with each other, or, or management when they're angry about something, or compliance when they don't like something that you posted on LinkedIn. But it also applies to clients. You see, the, the ability to defuse the situation and look at it from their perspective and resolve the conflict is a very important soft skill to have. And it reminds me of what happened years ago when I was a newer advisor, only about five years in the business, with one of my older clients. He was 80 at the time. See, George, and that is his real name, <laughs> was a wealthy 80-year-old retiree, ex-business owner. He owned several businesses and didn't hesitate to start a new one if he saw a need or an opportunity. He was building single-family homes in the late 50s and early 60s. And he tried to increase the curb appeal with, with sod. But when he called around, he couldn't find anywhere to buy any sod, so he created a company, a sod company. And he made a killing. He had it for years. He was a results-driven person. And if I or anyone didn't produce the results that he wanted, he was done with them. He had mentioned that, that he had a couple hundred thousand dollars in a bond fund in a bank with a bank financial advisor. And he was going to fire the guy because he wasn't getting his dividend check on time. I told him if we can move that bond fund over to me and I'd set it up so the dividends would automatically go into his checking account. The only problem was I didn't set up the automatic dividends going into his checking account the first time it was supposed to hit. And get this, the minute it didn't hit, I got a phone call with an angry message on my voicemail. Now, the interesting thing about that is... I had just gotten my first exposure to something called personality-based selling the night before in some book that I was reading. And when I read that, I immediately saw the driver, or what I call the commander, personality style, in an 80-year-old client of mine, George. I also realized that this type of person was not somebody that wanted excuses. He wanted results. So, the next morning, when I came into the office and I heard the angry message... I fixed the problem before I called him. Then I made the call. And the call went something like this. Quote, Hi, George. Hey, this is Dan. I got your message, and I owe you an apology, and here's why. I thought it was set up the right way, but it wasn't. So I talked to the back office. We set it up the right way, and I had them issue a check. I also personally put the check in our outgoing mail, and we won't have this problem again. Is there anything else I can do for you? Unquote. You could have heard a pin drop when this guy was trying to figure out what to say next. But he simply replied, no. You see, the conflict was resolved before it could ever escalate. Let's go to the next soft skill. Soft skill number five, leadership. Leadership skills are the ability to inspire others and motivate others. The interesting thing about leadership is that not all leaders are alike. In fact, I did two podcasts on this subject recently, which are Episode 90, The Seven Skill Sets to Becoming an Effective Leader, and Episode 91, Learning Your Leadership Style. Check those out if you haven't yet. You see, people who have strong leadership skills are able to take charge of the situation and get people to buy into their vision. 
They're also able to delegate tasks and build teams effectively. And being an effective leader, it's a soft skill. Because even though you can quantify how well your team or your office or your region is doing by looking at the gross production numbers, it's hard to quantify how well you as a leader are doing. However, it is important to understand that leadership is a soft skill set that you need to be effective at in order to be an effective leader. And here's what I talk about in episode 90, the seven skill sets to be an effective leader. Number one, communication. Number two, active listening. Number three, decisiveness. Number four, conflict resolution. Number five, vision. Number six, delegation. And number seven, coaching. In episode 90, I go into detail about each of the seven that I just mentioned. But in episode 91, I explained the six leadership styles. And it was interesting because I saw a lot of my clients in those different leadership styles. Also, I've come to realize that great leaders become great because they understand the secret to leading others. And here's what it is. If you focus on helping people, whether it's your clients, an assistant, a junior advisor, your team, whoever, if you help them succeed by leading them to success, then you succeed. Now, part of this is to figure out where they aren't having success and why. And you can do that by, number one, reviewing with them what's working, what's not working. Number two, understanding where their weaknesses are. Number three, coaching or mentoring them to turn those weaknesses into strengths. Number four, encouraging them when they achieve a milestone. And number five, helping them to coach others. And that's a big one. When you could coach one of your team members or staff members or somebody that you're, you're leading to coach others, you've just created another leader. See, the reason I'm telling you this is because I want you to embrace this secret to help others and help them to succeed. And this, in turn, will increase your soft skills. The quickest way to connect with others. So I said we're going to cover three things in this podcast. First, hard skills versus soft skills. Check, we did that. Second, the five most important soft skills. Check, we did that too. Now what we're going to talk about is the quickest way to connect with others so that you can make effortless connections. <laughs> well, hopefully by now you you're starting to understand the importance of soft skills. But what you may not understand is what the most important techniques are that you can do right now in order to make that connection with anyone, anywhere, and at any time. The communication or interpersonal soft skill sets is what my client, the senior advisor on the team that I was telling you about, was talking about when he said, quote, Dan is going to teach us soft skills, unquote. I worked with that team each week for two years. We recorded hundreds of hours of team coaching. But if I could whittle it down to just three techniques that you need to master in order to connect with anyone, anywhere, and at any time, it would be this. Number one, 
spin selling. Number two, the filler formula. Number three, the agreement close. Now here's what I mean. In episode 17, How to Master Questions-Based Selling, I talk about a process that's called spin selling. It's about knowing how to ask the right questions. And I'm sure you've heard the old saying, people don't want to be sold, they want to buy. And they will buy when they understand why. See, the way to get them to understand why they should buy is by asking the right questions or knowing how to ask the right questions. And spin selling is how to do it. It's all about asking the acronym SPIN, situational-based questions, which uncover facts, problem-based questions, uncovering problems, implication-based questions, uncovering the implication of not fixing the problem, and needs payoff questions, which are basically uncovering your value of the solution. Now, in episode 19, The Filler Formula, I explain a process that I teach that I actually created called The Filler Formula. It's a simple formula, and it goes like this. Question, answer, filler. What fillers are and what they do is fill in the conversation, and they connect you to the person answering the question. And there are five forms of filler, and here's what they are. Number one, acknowledgement statements. So you ask a question, they answer, and you jump in with, "Uh uh-huh, okay, I see, or any of those examples, and you ask the next question. Number two, stories. When you tell a story, you're making a connection. So if you ask a question, they answer, and you tell a story, you'll connect. Number three, quotes. So when you ask a question, they answer, and you throw out a quote like, well, you know what Einstein said about the, about the definition of insanity? It's doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. You'll make a connection. Number four, curiosity question. That's what I call it. And it sounds like this. That's interesting. Tell me a little bit more about that. And they tell you more. And number five, empathetic listening. There's four levels to that, but basically, it's letting them know that you heard them. Now, when you combine spin selling and using fillers with the filler formula, you'll start to connect with people pretty quickly. But there's a final technique that I had mentioned. That final technique would be to pull it all together to close the sale. And how do you do that? Well, you do it by a technique that I created called the agreement close. Now, it's difficult for someone to disagree with you when you agree with them. And here's how. Number one, agree. That's exactly why I'd like to get together. Number two, benefit. Because if we meet, then you're going to be able to know if you're taking too much risk in the market. Number three, close. Do you have any time next Tuesday at 3 or Wednesday at 4? Which one's better for you? See, if you master these three techniques, you'll easily connect with others. But in order to master them the right way, you need the right coaching. And if this is something that you want help with, I want to help you. Simply email me at dan at advisorsolutionsinc.com and write, let's talk in the subject line. I'll shoot you an email back and we'll set up a time to talk for a free coaching session. Because if you do have that coaching session, I'm confident that you'll get the solutions that you need to build your business soft skills.
Well, thank you for listening to this Advisor Solutions Podcast. If you liked what you heard, please be sure to subscribe so you can listen each week. Also, check us out on the web at advisorsolutionsinc.com. And finally, if you like what you heard and you want to know more about the Advisor Solutions Group Coaching Program or the Advisor Solutions Individual Coaching Programs, please email me at dan at advisorsolutionsinc.com. I would be happy to set up a free coaching session if that's what you'd like. Again, that's dan at advisorsolutionsinc.com. Please join us next week as we help advisors and agents build a better business, one solution at a time. Thank you.